Smartcast. You are listening to a Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. Hello, everyone. I am Malik from Mint's personal finance team. In today's episode of Why Not Mint Money, I'll be speaking with Anuj Kumar, the managing director of CAMS, which is India's largest registrar and transfer agent, or RTA, providing mutual fund services, about MF Central. MF Central is a mutual funds transaction platform launched by CAMS and KFIN Technologies in September 2021. Anuj talks about all the financial and non-financial transactions that investors can do on the platform and what else remains to be done. Let's hear it from him. Hi, welcome to Why Not Mint Money, a personal finance podcast where we help you understand basic money concepts and share strategies for you to build your wealth. So let's get started on your money journey. Anuj, so I just wanted to understand. Um, so the first phase of MF Central, it went live in, in September 2021, right. which was when, you know, the non-financial transactions were launched. Right. And uh, it was supposed to be like fully functional by uh, December 2021, where, you know, the app would be launched next and then the financial transactions would be, uh, you know, activated. It was only like a few weeks back when MF Central uh, started off with the financial transactions. So just wanted to understand, you know, what took uh, time to launch financial transactions finally. Sure. So we went live in the month of September uh, with the website and then got the uh, two apps out, both the Android app and the iOS app. In the interim, there were regulatory changes happening in the industry, specifically in terms of how monies are to be accepted from investors and how uh, units have to be allotted against them. How do you do a verification of their beneficial bank accounts, which means what's called a third-party verification. And there are some elements of uh, most stronger ironclad authentication through the two-factor out. So all of this was coming in. It was fairly comprehensive. And all of this had to be built. And therefore, the core design of MF Central could not have been what the original design was because it had to be the original design plus all these changes had to be incorporated. So that's how the whole thing happened. And it, we had to make sure that we were doing a comprehensive job, that we integrated all of these features into what was MF Central's core design. So that's how we went live with the financial transactions in May. We're now going live with the, what's called the CAS API, okay. uh, a combined or a composite account statement. Mm-hmm. We're going live with that API on partner and platform websites for which formal arrangements, letters of intent, etc. are being signed with multiple parties and integration work has begun. We're also going live with non-financial transaction facilitation on digital properties of asset managers. Okay. So that's happening, which means they can accept non-financial transactions there. So if I were to give you a summary today, Hmm. think of it from a consumer's point of view. What can a consumer do? Like I'm a consumer myself. 16 of the 17 non-financial transaction categories are all functional on MF Central. You can do exactly what you would like to do, save for one time which is change in signature, where from a risk and controls perspective, that has not been made live. But you can think of, for most investors, 95% plus Mm -hmm. of the instances of financial transaction are all live for investors. From a financial transaction perspective, again, the scope of about 90-95% is live. You can do what is called a fresh purchase. Okay. You can do what is called an additional purchase, which means you have that scheme, you buy a little more. You can set up an SIP. 
you can do a switch and you can do a redemption so these are the big classes you can start a usip too okay so all of these big five are live what has to go live is that is a non kyc consumer someone who's coming to the capital market for the first time he has to do a kyc and create a folio that is something which has to go live and then systematic transfer and systematic withdrawal those are small categories together these three don't contribute to more than 10% okay so from an investor's perspective think of it this way that he can seize account statement across all mutual funds he can do 16 out of the 17 possible non financial transactions would you like to highlight like some of the main non financial transactions that uh, you know your users like to use the platform for no no absolutely so one of the most popular ones has been now inserting a nominee which means that it was a paper intensive process which wasn't used too much earlier but now that's become seamless based on otp so that is being done you can do a change of bank you can also do a transmission you can say leg 1 of the transmission can be done the leg 2 is still uh, riding exactly the same way it used to ride so what a person can do is that if the first unit holder is uh, not live right then the intimation of that and the upload of the death certificate can be done in one operation which then travels across the mfn dust okay so which means the intimation has now come to the rts and after that the physical request of uh, getting the indemnities getting whatever other documents are needed all of those have to be presented to the rta in a physical format and then they are Uh, handled with uh, at the level of the RTS. So the first step in transmission is also now completely available. Now, why are the other steps not happening? That is, in this date of uh, e-signing, e-stamp paper, and virtually riding on the Aadhaar stack, you know, or other stacks to establish identity. There are visible means to automate the rest of it also. Uh, right now, there is I can't give you a date and a plan on when that will happen. Sure. but that is beginning to happen in various other areas like you must have heard right i mean e mm-hmm. uh, signing is possible uh, e stamping yeah. is possible those kind of things are possible so you will see further thought process more refined thought process in terms of how transmission gets handled then only thing just going back to the point on transmission uh, so to, to the way i understand it in the case of transmission each amc has their own process or a list of documents that they want there's uh, no uniformity in that they have different requirements so uh, when it is going to be you know happening through mf central is there like a start so is it easier like you said it will be easier for investors so significant progress was done in this area when the ease of doing business committee was formed okay and to that extent the non uniformity used to be in the list of the documents that were required in the value of the stamp paper okay. and in the text of the indemnity think of it as these three which were very so to a large extent this has been unified not 100% mm-hmm. but to a large extent as a result of the workings of that company and all these documents and the texts are available on mf central which means that the person can download print it and then sign it up okay so does this take a long time for this process to be completed like typically what actually going? not actually not so transmission was eased off in this industry almost 5 years back and i'll just give you one statistic that a large fraction over 75 to 80% of the transmission requests are dealt with by us within 7 days of the request coming to our front offices and a lot of them we access only the scanned images which means we don't have a requirement of citing the physical paper at the back office in a few instances we do 
I believe in case of jointly held portfolios, uh, you know, a person is not able to use the platform. Just wanted to understand uh, why is that the case? Because a lot of folios tend to be jointly held. So think of it this way: we could have endeavoured to go deep, or we could have endeavoured to go wide. What is in the ambit of transactability is over ninety percent of folios today because they are either singly held, okay, or they are held as either a survivor. Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, even if they held by more than one person, mm-hmm. so these are completely in the ambit of transactability. Okay. What is not in the ambit of transactability is those joint folios where we have to seek permission from both of them or consent from both of them, okay. which means it's based on a two OTP architecture, and then both the investors or both the holders have to be available at the same time to be able to say yes. So that's a slightly more complex flow. The choice we had to make was that do we make all of that live because that represents about ten percent or a bit of a tail of the market, but the entire head of the market has been covered. So, like coming to the MF Central app, and like how many uh, registered users do you have today uh, on the app? Right. What has happened is that there are about sixty uh, thousand plus downloads okay. of the app. Uh, it has a rating of four plus, both in the App Store and the Play Store. So think of it as about sixty thousand downloads. Mm-hmm. Overall, in MF Central, we have about two and a half lakh registrations. Okay. So think of it as touching about one percent of the universe of fans which are there in the mm-hmm. uh, in the overall MF ecosystem. Okay. And I think the encouraging thing is that on a daily basis, we are now seeing about eight thousand unique logins. Okay. Also, one other thing. So, like when MF Central again, when it was originally envisaged, the idea was to have it as a platform for investors and uh, mutual fund distributors and RIAs. Uh, whereas uh, even today, uh, it's only there for investors. So, just wanted to understand, you know, when will the platform uh, be, you know, open for uh, distributors and RIAs too? No, absolutely, good question. So, if you look at this, like I said, one of the big things that the industry always wanted uh, was a live cash. that api is now live like i said there are platforms which have already signed up with us which are getting integrated so one part of the bringing the platforms and ris and distributors into this is already completely underway the second is the non financial transaction apis which are ready we're just taking this live in phases because you know there is a significant amount of testing and integration work which is to go on so the cash apis are going to be live There are platforms which have already signed up with us. The NFT APIs will be live after this, which means they are all available. But today, nobody has physically integrated with us. Okay. So, what it then leaves to be done mm-hmm. is to do the financial transaction APIs, the FT APIs, which could be four to six weeks from now. But the FT APIs will also be available. So, once that happens, then mutual fund distributors and RIAs will also be uh, able to uh, access the platform. Exactly, that API doesn't have any name, so okay. anybody can take it. Okay. Can take it. Okay. So you don't have to be an investor; you could be any other entity. Exactly. Since you mentioned uh, Twitter, so I'm bringing that up. So uh, there have been uh, instances where uh, people have posted. Uh, screenshots of cases where you know if you have a new folio and uh, they have posted snapshots of the account statements where your email ids and mobile numbers are not reflecting so uh, just wanted to understand because in that case investors may have issues accessing the investments so you know has there what's the problem and you know how is this being uh, resolved so as you know that the industry has gone through a large series of changes in the last four right. months april may mm-hmm. june and july 
and within which like i said this whole protocol of two factor authentication third party verification and non pooling of funds had to be implemented we have always declared our successful completion on the website but what did happen was that a couple of the partner organizations may not be fully ready maybe for a day or two or three and at that time camps works very closely with the partner organizations whether they are payment gateways or distributors or platforms or whoever it is to make sure that everything gets integrated in, in the right most pristine way for the consumer now when you look at the consumer the consumer only knows camps i mean they know they are 10 moving paths behind right. but if they see something not going right they will all come back and tag us and talk to us in which case obviously our, our marketing team and the social media division does get in touch with them we do respond to it often time to time we but we also want to be sure that the particular investor and most of the time these are distributors are being attended so all of that was sorted but what i want to assure you was that those were ecosystem issues and not caps level issues which were interpreted as caps issues okay so in fact that brings me to my next question how do you plan to monetize the uh, platform uh, you know given that you have so many investors so right now so far the build phase has been completely free uh, for everyone right. obviously we are not allowed to charge investors so uh, that will not happen there are potentially monetization opportunities in the api area of work okay. right especially think of the cas apis or maybe the financial transaction apis uh that could lead to some element of revenue so we are kind of actively considering and figuring out where any of that could come from but like i said uh, more than a profit or a revenue motive it's been a industry level utility creation motive so far the rtas have invested everything here and mm-hmm. we haven't charged anyone in future as the opportunities come we are very happy to look at any potential revenue opportunity So that's it for now listeners thanks for tuning in if you have any personal finance questions you can email them to us at mintmoney@livemint.com or you can reach out to me on twitter my twitter handle is @molik_madhu that is m a u l i k _madhu This was a Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast.